lot of podcasts these days. Tip, tip, tippy toe around everybody's little feelings. The little snowflakes are fragile. But you won't get any of that crap here. Welcome to the Mark G Show. From political issues to cultural issues to current events and everything in between, we're talking about it. And we talk about it how we want. Melting the little snowflakes. (laughs) This is the Mark G Show. And this is Mark G. What is going on? Dear God, it's been a little, been a minute since we recorded. It's been about two weeks, or has it been a week? I don't even know. It's been a little while. I said it's been about two weeks. Our last episode was Johnny Miz, by the way. Before we go any further, Johnny Miz, happy birthday! I did notice it was your birthday today, my man. So happy birthday to you, Johnny Miz. Hope you have a fantastic day. Um, but yeah, happy birthday, big doggy. Right? Big doggy. Wow, he just called you a big dog. Gary, you're calling our previous guest a dog now? I mean, I could be, I mean, yeah. That's horrible. Get out of here with that bullshit. (laughs) Dog is man's best friend, homie. All right. So not much has really happened in the news world except for a few things. You know, Hunter Biden's had his phone information hacked into, which we'll be talking about. We got a special video to play on that one. But right now, one of the biggest things being talked about is the nuclear warnings uh, that New Yorkers have been getting, where it's a special video giving them instructions on what to do if a nuclear bomb goes off in New York. I mean, to be honest with you, if it goes off, you ain't going to fucking know. You're going to be dead. You're going to be fried and burnt up to a crisp. You're going to look like Kentucky Fried Chicken. I mean, it, it's done with. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. I remember asking my buddy, we were... Uh... We were chatting one night about like ancient ruins. And then I was just like, what do you think like the ancient ruins of like our society is going to be? Right. And he said, rebar. Rebar. There'll be towers of rebar. Interesting. And I was like, man, that's kind of eerie to think <laughs> about, right? <laughs> right. So, you know, a lot of things come into play. Uh, oh, speaking of, speaking of uh, Biden's real quick. Uh, Joe there got himself a little case of the Rona, supposedly. I wish it. Yep. I wish him well. Right. Well, I suppose he's already recovered. He's already back in the Oval Office. He's already recovered. He thanks his doctors and everything else. I mean, I was really hoping. Triple Vax still got sick, right? Right. That's it. And DeSantis, you know, wished him well. Then also wished uh, America a speedy recovery from Biden. That was fucking hilarious. I couldn't find that audio clip. I so wanted to play that on the show, but I could not find the audio clip to, in order to play it. Yeah, um, man. That's <laughs> that was, funny as fuck. That was funny as fuck. DeSantis don't give a fuck. That's what I love about DeSantis, man. Um, but no, so we got a couple of different things. So we're talking about New York. And um, what I'm going to do real quick is I am going to drop off our little branding that we got going on over here, the two overlay. And I'm going to bring up the New, the New York City article here. Let me just get it thrown over this side. Oh, shoot, I lost you, brother. Hold on. Whoop. Uh-oh. No, wrong one. Hold on, Gary. See, this is what happens, you guys, when you produce your own show. You got multiple screens. We got two screens now, which is nice. Everything looks the same on my end, though. Right. Just a FYI. Just, yeah, well, I'm about ready to change it. You already got the logo t- changed off, though, right? The Mark G shows off? Correct. Okay. Yes, yeah. that, that's what I want. 
Um, so yeah, we'll pull up this real quick because this ain't something I have to put a disclaimer on just yet. And then once we get, are you hearing that static? No, but I'm hearing some sort of music or something. You shouldn't hear no music. All right. Give me one second. So we got this New York city issues, uh, New York, new nuclear attack PSA. There's, here's a reaction to the warning. I'm going to leave this on the screen real quick so people can read that. I'm going to take care of that noise you're hearing right now. This is what happens when you do your live studio recording in your dining room slash kitchen, folks. This gets interesting trying to run a show like this. In the meantime, it is kind of gnarly to have nuclear scares no matter no matter what. In the meantime, what? I was just saying it's kind of gnarly to have nuclear scares no matter what, whether they're legitimate, if it's just training. Like, just nuclear attack talk is nerve-rattling. Right, so we're going to pull this up. I'm going to make it bigger here over just a second. Just turn it down on the YouTube. So there's been a nuclear attack. Don't ask me how or why. Just know that the big one has hit. Okay? So what do we do? There are three important steps that I want you to remember. For you. Step one, get inside fast. You, your friends, your family, get inside. And no, staying in the car is not an option. You need to get into a building and move away from the windows. Step two, stay inside. Shut all doors and windows. Have a basement? Head there. If you don't have one, get as far into the middle of the building as possible. If you were outside after the blast, get clean immediately. Remove and bag all outer clothing to keep radioactive dust or ash away from your body. Step three, stay tuned. Follow media for more information. I'm falling off. Don't forget to sign up for Notify NYC for official alerts and updates. And don't go outside until officials say it's safe. All right? You've got this. So imagine millions of New Yorkers seeing this on TV, having this announcement come up, paid for by their their local government, and having that come across their TV. Can't hear you. Can you hear me now? Yeah, I think you turned yourself down and you left that video super loud. Gotcha. Well, just imagine thousands of New Yorkers waking up and hearing that. Not thousands, millions, rather. Right. And having that message. And then your governor coming on saying, oh, we played this by mistake. How do you play that by mistake? Why did you make it is the question. (laughs) Exactly. Now, granted, you got to be prepared for everything, right? You got to be prepared right. for any natural disaster or any man-made disaster that happens. But to have that video play and then downplay saying, "Oh," and then here's what I want to put out my disclaimer before I play this next one, folks. Everything you are hearing on this show for YouTube, Twitter, Twitch, Apple, Spotify, and so forth is the opinions of myself, my brother, and any guests that we bring onto the show as a commentary from either the Wisdom app or through direct link through YouTube, Twitter, or Twitch. 
Um, it is the opinions of ourselves. It is for entertainment purposes only. You do with the information as you please. With that being said, this next audio that I'm going to play comes from TikTok. So obviously, you know, oh, son of a business, that was loud. Um, so this next audio clip is from TikTok, and I'm going to play this audio. We don't really need to, per se, see this video because there ain't much to it. But I'm just going to play the audio. And when you hear this, it's kind of funky here. Hold on. We're going to get a setup. All right, here's the audio. Massachusetts, and I have a lot of friends in the National Guard. Uh, one of them's an E8, actually a couple of them are E7s. And uh, one of them called his wife, who are good friends with the family, and told us, you know, he's, he was sent out to training two weeks ago. He was only supposed to be there for a week. So we get, he, his wife gets a phone call, and he's telling her, hey, listen, I'm going to be out here longer. I don't know how much longer I'm going to be here, but there's something i got to tell you. And she says, what? And he says, listen, they have us doing a lot of weird stuff. He said, I've been out here training at night, and for the last week we've been doing night training. And he said, basically, quote, unquote, training. They have us loading live ordnance into the back of trucks under the complete cover of darkness. They're not allowed to use any flashlights. The buildings where they're getting the ordnance. I want to pause that real quick because live ordnance, folks, just so you keep in mind, when you're listening to this phone call, a live ordnance can be anything from rounds of ammunition Two bombs, two grenades. It can be anything as far as live ordinance goes. They're not being specific on this live ordinance. I'm going to continue playing it. But remember, uh, this goes into play with the whole New York thing uh, as you listen to this guy. Now, mind you, this did come from TikTok. Whether it's just scare tactics or not, this is just you do with the information as you please. I'm going to continue playing it, and we'll, we'll let it finish out. From they're not allowed to have lights on. The trucks are not allowed to have lights on, and they're only allowed to use night vision. And he tells his wife, he said, "Hey, listen, you got to tell our friends, and I want you to do this. You need to go get extra batteries, and you need to fill up the gas cans for the generator, and go get more gas cans." He said, "There's a lot of rumors floating around. I don't know what's going to happen." Now I have other friends in there, so I wanted to confirm this. So I asked one of my other buddies to, to give a call and ask what's going on. I said, "Hey, you in training?" And he said, "Yeah, <laughs> I'm in training." I'm in New York. He said, I'm only supposed to be here for two weeks, and now they're telling us that they don't know how long we're going to be here. And I asked him, I said, are you training at night with live ordinance? And there was about an hour pause before a message came back. And he said, how the bleep do you know that? And he doesn't know I'm talking to the other one. I guess the most creepy thing he was saying is that they're loading truck after truck with live ordinance under the complete cover of darkness. Um, and he's, he told me that in his 15 years of service, he's never done any type of training like this. And they've never sent them to New York to do this. Usually when the, the Massachusetts National Guard does their training, they go down to the Bourne base, which is on the Cape or they go to uh, Fort Devens. Um, so they're over in New York doing this. Now, I don't know if you covered this, but the same week that they're there training, New York Television released a public service announcement. It was a video, and it freaked a bunch of people out to the point where the governor had to respond to it, telling people what to do in the event of a nuclear explosion. Um, so <clears throat> it just seems to me like uh, things, things are really getting serious over here, enough where people that are 15, 20 years in are freaked out by what's going on and calling their wives, telling them to go buy extra batteries, go get extra food, go fill up the gas cans for the generator, tell our friends to do this. We don't know what's going to happen, but I guess there's a lot of rumors going around. And when she asked, what are the rumors going around, he told her, I really can't say anything on the phone, and I shouldn't even have said this to you on the phone. But I just want people to know, if you have friends in the Guard or you're in the Guard, you should be paying attention to what you're doing for training because I'm pretty sure you're going to be doing this kind of stuff. And I, I, I hate to say it, but I really think something's going to happen in New York. All right, so I'm going to leave it as that. I want to, I want to nitpick a little bit on this. Like I said before, live ordinance can be from anything from live ammunition rounds, obviously. It can be from grenades. It can be from anything. It doesn't just necessarily have to be a big boomer, right? Uh, so it can be anything as far as that. Nighttime training. I don't know why that sergeant, <clears throat> I think he said he was an E, 
What did he say that rank was again? Do you remember? E seven, but I don't. I think, but I don't know shit about rank, so I could be just making that up. Right, one, uh, one of them's an E eight, actually. E eight, okay. So this E eight went through base. Oh, I thought he said E A. Yeah, no E eight. So oh, okay. I'm not sure what he's ever done for training. I know what's when, an E eight though. What is that? He said National Guard, right? Hold on, I can't remember now. It's been so long since I've been out. I'll tell you exactly two seconds what an E eight in the Army is. An E eight is. They get a nice pay raise, though. It's a master sergeant. So that master sergeant's never done training like this before. Now, I was trained as 21 Bravo, which is a combat engineer, but we also uh, was on a facility with 88 Mikes, which were truck drivers. Um, we participated in some of their training when we were out there. And some of the training we did in basic was exactly what he said. We weren't loading live ordinances, but we were doing nighttime drive. Uh, okay, I got to. Hold on, guys. I got to silence that. Silence that. So we were doing this nighttime driving that you're hearing about. You're driving with no headlights on. You're driving behind the vehicle in front of you. You had a lead vehicle, but they also did not have headlights on. And as you're driving, you're following like the brake lights, kind of staying behind and keeping your distance. And you're driving through. And we didn't do this far. I mean, we did it. I think it was a five-mile drive, if I can remember correctly. This is on our way doing uh, during our FTX training, which is your field training exercise where we were staying in camp. So we have done this type of training. Now, I'm not sure, like I said, what this Master Sergeant's MOS was. So maybe he has never done any training like that. So you got to take this as it is. Um, I myself have reached out to a buddy of mine who is in the National Guard in Florida uh, to see if he's heard of anything like this. Now, granted, he may be hushed about it. He won't be able to say anything to me in regards to it, uh, but he's never really been hushed with me in regards to this stuff before. So if he can confirm, nor if he can at least say yes or no and be very blunt to it, I will find out hopefully within the next 40, 24 to 48 hours because I did send him over this information. I forwarded this to him, said, hey, if you've heard anything in regards to this, are you still getting my audio? Okay. Um, so I'm, we're, we're going to come back to this on our next episode, but I want to play this just because I want it time stamped on our podcast. If anything does go and God forbid, but if anything does happen within New York, you know, people can sit there and say, fuck the signs were there. Why were we not paying attention? Um, I mean, what are your thoughts on this? My brother, after you've heard this, you've seen the video of the public service announcement that was played in New York and then you hear this. Now, I mean, for me, it really, really, really comes down to the validity of who that person is, but he's supposed to remain anonymous. You know what I mean? It's like, right. that's the thing with all of these leaks. I mean, there's some real leaks that we'll probably talk about a little later tonight. But when it comes to these types of things um, that are like unverifiable. Right. It just like, I don't know. It's kind of like the it's, Mayan calendar. Remember that? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like, I mean, that's slightly different, but there's, <laughs> in terms of conspiracy theories, there are things that are leaked for real, right? That get out. And then there's things that are just a bit overreach. Scare and tactics. Now, I'm could, just. <laughs> Could this be something done by another country? Could that person not even be American who made totally. that video, you know, just to totally. cause to stir the pot, cause panic? 
um, to make people start freaking out. And because okay. we already got a shortage, right? We've already got a food shortage. And, and you put out a video like this, and if it goes viral and people start freaking out, people don't think before they react. So all of a sudden, now they're out there to the store. They're buying up all the toilet paper again. They're buying up all the food again. Now the shortage gets even worse, which then creates more of a pandemic in the United States because now our food shortage is getting even worse. So could have this been that? I mean, it could have been someone doing it here on our own soil that just wants to stir the pot. You don't know. Um, but that's why I said I reached out to my buddy who's in the National Guard, see if he's heard of anything about this. Um, if they're out in New York, I'm the, I don't know if you mentioned what base, but they should be in Fort Drum. So if we do have anybody without Fort Drum that wouldn't mind sending me, you know, you don't have to go into details, but confirm or deny whether or not there's any type of training. Well, there's always training in Fort Drum, but any type of nighttime training that's going on right now, I would love to. That mimics what this person was talking about in terms of live rounds and exactly like unprecedented type of activity, right? training, whatever. Stuff that you never have experienced before while doing right. military training. Let us know. Yeah. So, no, I mean, that, and, and speaking of nuclear, so one of the things I did for interesting factors here, folks, are you listening to Apple and Spotify, even on Wisdom, I'm about ready to pull up a U.S. nuclear target list um, that I have found. <laughs> why Why do these things exist? That's so, so weird to me. Well, this, you, uh, it, it exists, number one, because you got to think of plan strategics, right? So if another country was to attack us, we should kind of know what, where they might be attacking. Um, but at the same time, this kind of shows a country way to hit us. But I'm going to pull this up. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> like, hey, enemies, here are some amazing points for you to attack. So this is pulled off of um, the US, the Survival Geek website. I've actually I follow this website a little bit, and I do keep an eye on it. Uh, so it does say like, okay, let me pull this right up here. Uh, so the most of the United States nuclear target destinations have been identified by considering strategic assets such as overpopulated state, uh, overpopulated states, military bases, depots for military ammunition, states with major industries that could contribute to economic decline if destroyed by a nuclear attack and states with significant infrastructure facilities such as water reservoirs, power plants, and information technology systems. You already know New York's in there. L.A.'s definitely in there. Um, But we're going to go through here. So the U.S. nuclear target list. There are several locations in the U.S. listed in the nuclear target map as potential zones for nuclear strikes, and they include Fort Ritchie in Maryland, Camp David, and the Pentagon. Obviously, the Pentagon, you strategically thinking if someone was to attack the U.S., you'd want to hit that right because that's where all of our top leaders are at as far as military-wise goes. They are in the Pentagon. You attack the Pentagon, you are taking out some of our major generals right from there. Um, but let's go through. Um, it goes through here. So the federal government also has identified Washington, D.C., San Francisco, Los Angeles, Houston, Chicago, and New York as most likely to be targeted for nuclear attacks. These states are not only the largest and densest cities in the United States, but they also have the critical infrastructures such as major financial hubs, energy plants, wireless transmission systems, and government facilities that are essential to the country's security. 
Uh, when you read that, there was an article I read somewhere, and I don't know, I can't remember where it is. Something about um, stock market exchanges. A lot of stuff is being positioned down in Florida, whether or not, again, if that's legit, because I've always noticed the stock is ran in New York. That's always been where the stock market's been ran. Uh, if I can get confirmation on that for anybody that may be heavy into stocks, please get back to me because I don't want to send out any misinformation. Um, but like I said, this show is for entertainment purposes only. Do it as you please. Uh, the Naval Station Norfolk is one of the largest global naval stations, which is located in southeastern Virginia. Although the base was established more than 100 years ago, it currently houses more than 150,000 personnel, including the Department of Defense soldiers, reservists, family members, and dependents. So if you really think about this, and you got San Diego is one of the states with the largest bases for U.S. Navy. It also is one of the Pacific Fleet's major home ports and has approximately 50 ships and more than 120 tenant commands. So I'm going to jump around a little bit, so try to keep me on track if, sure. if you can. Since we're talking about the Navy is why I'm bringing this up. Right. Are we are sending the USS Reagan right now over towards Taiwan and China? Or are we sending some sort of nuclear or nuclear, some sort of battleship, cruise ship or something to to that region in place of Pelosi's visit to Taiwan? Have you heard about that? I have not. I, I briefly read up on it, but I didn't hear it. Did you see anything about a ship being deployed out there? I don't know. I just read, like, I just skimmed. I, I saw it, I, I think, today at work. I was skimming an article, but then I got busy, so I couldn't read it for real. Kara Morris is proud to be in the center. I guess she's talking oh. about her location and where she lives. Center of what? <laughs> <laughs> I guess she's talking about the center of the states. Well, here's the thing, right? So a nuclear fallout, regardless of wherever it strikes, everywhere in the U.S. is going to experience some type of downfall from it. Even if it's not a direct impact, you're still going to experience some type of downfall from it. Any, any coastal city is going to have a port first thing you do is you attack the ports so that way it completely chokes and snuffs out the supply chain right if you can shut off the supply chain to a country then you basically you you just suffocate them because they can't they just they're unable to get resources exactly um where were we now? Uh, airports. Yeah, we were talking about airports. airports. San Diego, so we're talking about the U.S. Navy. Seattle, Washington. Seattle, Washington is also one of the nuclear targets in the U.S. because it hosts several yeah. Navy bases. Arguably, the Naval Station in Bremerton uh, and Naval Submarine Base in Bangor merged to form the third largest Navy base in the United States known as Naval Base Kitsap. Look at that size of that. Hmm. Uh, Los Alamos National Laboratory. Laboratory is primarily local for nuclear bomb design in the U.S., located in Santa Fe, New Mexico. Although there are other labs, Los Alamos is the target because of the pillar of bomb design and hosts the world's most famous scientist. It's amazing what you learn, too, as you try, like when you're studying the stuff of the podcast and you read it prior, right. but, and, and you learn more stuff when you dig into it. It is very interesting. And Carmore says, yes, I live in uh, Missouri. I live in the sticks. Gotcha, so, but don't forget, Missouri, that's where I train. You've also got a nice military facility base out there. Uh, I, I like the people in Missouri. I talk to a lot of folks in Missouri. 
they're they're super rad people. They're just mellow. Missouri is nice. Uh, the weather is chill. fucking nuts. What is the weather out in Missouri? Is freaking oh. nuts. Dude, so I went down there when I went to basic down there. I went to basic um, right around springtime, but this is right, mm-hmm. right break when it's about ready to be spring and summer. It was so fucking crazy about it. Is one minute, dude, it was like seventy degrees. It was fucking nice. It was beautiful. About halfway through the day, it just started fucking snowing out of nowhere. Like, hmm. how the fuck does that happen? There's like, some random spots like that, dude, that just have super erratic weather. It was like, it was fucking, I'd never seen anything like oh, it. Or, too. or like the tornadoes are fucking nuts, too. The tornadoes are crazy. It's the first time I've ever experienced a tornado was out there. Um, Carmore says, I'm the storm chaser, LOL. Um, what is what about Fort Knox? That's where most of our tanks got you. Uh, I don't see anything about Fort Knox on here as of yet. Where I joined yeah, well, base in San Antonio, it is a military location. Bragg, right, it's under the Air Force base wing jurisdiction. Also a joint base for the... You notice... Well, okay, wait. The Army Airfield, Lackland Air Force, and U.S. Army Fort Sam Houston. So that makes chance. Let's see. Fort Bragg. You said something about Fort Bragg just a second ago, didn't you? I just said right there, it's full right. brag. Yeah, it's the home of the United States Special Forces and Airborne Forces, U.S. Army Reserve Command, and the Army Force Command that is located in Fayetteville, uh, Fayetteville, North Carolina. Or North Carolina. Yeah, North Carolina. Kansas City National Security Campus is a facility that produces approximately 85% of nuclear components and are used in the U.S. nuclear weapon arsenal. Is um, that Fayetteville or Fayetteville? Maybe Fayetteville. I am so bad at pronouncing shit. It's unreal. I love it. I, I love know. it. Shut up. It's so good. Um, what we got here? I'm in Missouri too. Car is my daughter. Gosh, well, welcome in, Leanne Sharp. Yeah, we got welcome my, in. Right? Um, Cheyenne Mountain in Colorado Springs. Cheyenne Mountain serves as a center for military communications. Dude, Colorado's beautiful. I love living. When I lived down in Colorado Springs, I loved it out there. Hmm. That is one of the most one of the most beautiful states I've ever been to is Colorado. Hmm. Um, off of Air Force Base in Omaha, Nebraska, serves as a headquarters for the Air Force Weather Agency and U.S. Strategic Command. Yeah, I can see how taking that out. According to the FEMA map of likely nuclear targets, the most active nuclear power plants in the United States are also included in the list, such as plants that include Beaver Valley in McCandles, Pennsylvania, Arkansas Nuclear Russellville Air, uh, AR. Braidwood and Julia, Illinois, Browns Ferry in Huntsville, Alabama, Brunswick and Wilmington, North Carolina, Byron and Rockford, Illinois, Oconee Nuclear Station. Oh boy, here we go. Catawba, Catawba, and Charlotte, North Carolina. Anybody want to yell at me for pronouncing that one? North Anna, Richmond, Virginia, Virginia. Dear God, <laughs> Nine Mile Point, Oswego, New York. And Palo Verde and uh, Phoenix, Arizona. So we're, we're going to read the safest states in just a second. I mean, you think about that. <laughs> we do have New York on the list. Um, it's just crazy. Like, yeah, but New York's a pretty big state. So are they talking about what, like, what part in New York is, you know, where where is Oswego, New York? Let's find out. Let me click on this link here because there is a link. So let's go to this link real quick. 
location is Scriba, New York, six miles northeast of Oswego. What's so like Google Google Map Oswego, New York? All right. Well, let's Google Map Scriba, New York. Yeah, we could do that too. Yeah, because that's where it's actually at. All right. Maps right here. Really? You're going to be that small? Oh, okay. So it's by Syracuse, Utica, Rochester, Buffalo. So it's right about here. It's right on the waterline, right by the Canadian border. So I don't see how that, I mean, I don't know how big the population is out there. So I'm still saying that I think New York City would actually be the main target. Hmm. But like I said, that, that's just speculation. I mean, because if you want to take out a huge population, that would be it. Uh, we got some more stuff in here. Uh, it's Fort Wood on that list. We did not see Fort Wood, Fort, Fort Leonard Wood. Um, then John Moore commented in and says, there is a tiny reactor in Rolla, Missouri at S&T, the University of Science and Technology. I never knew that. See, you learn new stuff, and I love it when people comment on our videos and stuff like that because you do learn stuff <laughs> as it's coming through, right? So I love it. Um, and then, of course, there is safest states from a nuclear attack. Let's see if my state's on it. Here we go. So the United States is not a completely safe place, but is, it only has safer places for nuclear targets. The areas that are considered the safest states from nuclear attacks include Salem, Oregon, that has invested so that's like 45 minutes from here. You're an asshole then. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> has invested bolstered seismic infrastructure facilities that can mitigate damages from nuclear damage. Further states which do not have nuclear power plants, such as Northern California, West Virginia, Minnesota, Connecticut, Massachusetts, Illinois, Rhode Island, and Minnesota are considered safer. Damn, Maine's fucked. I mean, well, I wouldn't say you're <laughs> fucked. You're pretty close to a lot of those places. But... Yeah, I mean, we're about... Two and a half hours away from uh, Massachusetts, depending on where in Mass. I mean, but maybe yeah, it's coming. Connecticut, the whole state. though. Yeah, Connecticut. Uh, Massachusetts is closer to us than Connecticut. Yeah, but that's like not by. Oh, oh yeah, what? Oh yeah, I'm yeah. thinking. Uh, what am I thinking? Vermont. Vermont. Yeah, Vermont. Yeah, yeah. And the least populated, uh, the least populated states in the U.S. also have a limited likelihood of attack. Such as states include Alaska, Vermont, North and South Dakota, Delaware, and Wyoming. However, it does not mean that you will be safe from a nuclear attack. If you live in sparsely populated area, all you have to do is consider the assets, which are considerably target. Maine is also one of the safest places because it has there fewer violent crimes, low natural disaster risk, and no nuclear bases nearby. There you go. All right. There we go. There's my state. Thank you, Maine. Screw yeah, Janet. Just shit winters, bro. Yeah, yeah we do have shit, shit winters. Screw winter. Janet Mills, but Maine is safe. But our crime rate has been going up. I wonder, this article was recently written. Too, Everybody's crime rate's going up, bro. They are. That's not. Dude. That's, so speak, speaking of crime rate, right, we know it's going to happen because right. when you get inflation, right. people get desperate. They start breaking into stuff. They start robbing yeah, people. And they just get desperate and they got to figure a way to feed their family. Yep. Someone in Maine, in York, Maine, stole a four hundred thousand Lambo, four hundred thousand dollar Lambo, and crashed the fucker. <laughs> Why? What kind of drugs was he on? Dude, they had to been high. They stole it from valet. At that, they oh stole it from valet. A four hundred. Hey, that's Aussie. That's a. That's a. That's a. 
That's ballsy. You want it? now? I, that's ballsy. I gotta commend that kind of like when you're so stupid that you just got balls of steel. Like I don't know. There's something honorable about that, right? Unless they're on drugs, then you're just fucking. You don't know what's going on. <laughs> oh shit. Uh, John Moore is responding back, saying he knows where some caves are to hide, and also says some some Missouri is screwed. Good possibility, John Akara. Uh, but yeah, so like, not only that. Now here's something more ballsy. Kenny Bunk, Maine. Hmm. Uh, there's a bank that's pretty well exposed. It's on a main strip of the road. It's one of the main roads into Kenny Bunk, Maine, and the bank sits right there. The ATM is pretty much right in view. Somebody stole, hijacked a truck in Arundel, Maine. Took that truck that they stole from the garage. Drove to this bank that's out in the view, that's on a main road. Crashed into the ATM. Stole all the money inside the ATM. And stole the deposit boxes from the ATM. And got away with it. We now have the FBI, uh, local police, Sheriff, state police, all involved in trying to track this person down, but they've yet to find him. Oh man, that's so good. And like, number one, I'm not sure, and I think I've seen people post about it on Facebook. I know I've said it numerous times. Like, with all the technology we have in today's world, why have not have any of these stores, ATMs, and banks upgraded their damn camera systems? If anybody can chime in on this and give me an actual answer, I would love to hear from you. Whether it's on Wisdom, even comment on Facebook, like, why haven't they not upgraded these camera systems to find that? <laughs> yeah, right? That's a great question, man. Like, like all security cameras should essentially be 4K cameras. They should like, be. They should just be, like, of the utmost quality. <laughs> just the highest fucking glass you could find, the best sensor, the best low-light, dark technology, like... It's a security camera. It should be impressive if it's going to like keep your place secure. Exactly. Weird, well, yeah, right? it's not. Uh, you guys, we keep going off subject, but that's one of the things that oh, makes yeah. our show unique. So listen, my brother and Maine. I, we're just... Shitty winters. <laughs> Love winter here. No, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> but listen, we always go off subject. My brother and I have like this ADHD and ADD type of thing. We will try bouncing back to the right subject that we're on. Uh, but that's what happens on our show. We get veered off. But, you know, if you think about it, people getting desperate does kind of come into a play because you really got to think about it, too. How well protected are you right now? Is a question you should be asking yourself and asking your better half or asking your roommates. If shit was to hit the fan right now, if there was to be, regardless, not, not even say a nuclear attack. Hold on. Let me pull this website off real quick. We don't need this website up right now. So if we were to go into a full-blown um, nuclear attack or a major thing that happens, whether it be a natural, natural disaster or whatnot, how prepared are you? Do you have food enough to sustain you for at least 30 days? Do you have everything in your house that you would need? Fuck electronics because electronics don't mean shit at that point. Do you have ham radios? Do you have walkie-talkies to communicate with your neighbors that you trust, with your other family members that may be within the area? Do you have these such things? Do you have food to last you? In all reality, how prepared are you? I know myself, I have 13 ham radios in my house, handheld ham radios in my house. 
My son that's moved out of the house already has one in his hands for direct communication if anything was to go wrong. Yes, Facebook, how long, YouTube, and Twitter. How long do those things, uh, what's the range? Uh, they say 30 miles, which is a crock of bullshit. Um, it probably so can you talk to, you, to the months. oldest? Can you talk to the oldest if you turn it on and you go, hey, dipshit, is he going to know you're there? <laughs> yes, we can talk to each other. We, he knows to keep it charged and check it, make sure if, it ain't, uh, if the battery starts dwindling down to turn it on, let the battery die out, recharge it to give the battery recycle. Uh, mm. Speaking of that, mm. I got to do this to that all with the rest of my radios. Um, mm. But yeah, so they don't, they only go about a mile and a half, which my neighbor has one, which he bought his own. My son has his who's moved out when the other kids, the older ones move out, they will also get one as well. Um, it's just, you know, you never know. I, I, and Facebook, YouTube and Twitter, it's about ready to flag me because I'm admitting to prepping. But to be honest with you, you can call me crazy and call me a ten fat, ten fat, a ten foil hat wearer or not. You should be prepping for anything, whether it be friggin' the world coming to an end, whether it be a natural disaster. You should automatically be prepared. You should have a grill, really should. You should have a form of way to cook in food because if anything happens, you lose power. Guess what? You're not cooking in your oven. You're not cooking on your stovetop. You're gonna have to have a way of cooking your food. You're going to have to have a way to keep your frozen food as frozen as long as you can. You're going to have to have a way to store your water. You're going to have to have at least... Get a Berkey filter. Yeah, that, that's what you have, right? Well, I'm getting one. I want to get one, rather. Um, like, the, the unfortunate thing is they do filter out all the, all the minerals and everything. But if you just need a water, like if you have a... Uh, say, if you're cooking food... Right. You could right. like uh, beans or, or rice or something. If you have some sort of staple, um, at least you could filter whatever water is near you. If you have any body of water and you can drink it, you know, add salt to it. Try to get a big old shitload. Get a bucket of Redmond's real salt. That'll save your life, too. You know what I mean? There's just a couple of things, handful of things. Right. If well, you get a Berkey. Hold on to that thought real quick. We got a bunch of messages coming over on TikTok, uh, not TikTok, but on Facebook. Um, I want to get through some of those, but let's talk about that whole water thing. There's some scary shit about how people are stirring water and getting in trouble with it, but we're going to talk about that in just a second. Uh, let's I store ahead. water. Right? You can get in trouble. No, not from our government. No? Okay. So John Moore over on Facebook says, there was some of seats in Kansas City that robbed a GameStop when the PS4 came out, took everything in the store, including the security cameras and the recording device. That's epic. Right? All over a video game. Uh, because mm. people well, do not want to spend the extra money. I guess that's probably back when I was talking about um, prepping and starting mm. to store stuff. Uh, we'll, we'll talk about that. Honestly, we are too broke for it. Uh, same Feel here. That. Leanna Sharp says... How are we to prepare without income and with inflation so high? I believe we are where the government wants us, so we can't prepare. Good old CB would it? Uh, yes, a CB would definitely work. I'm going to get to your answers too in just a second, John. Uh, good old CB would do it. Yes, a CB would definitely work as well. Um, we have our camping utensils. Okay. Hey, bags, giant bags of rice and giant bags of bean are actually very affordable that's what like, i was about ready to jump onto, dude like 50 pound bags of rice might be 50 bucks like you know what i mean like it's it's pretty damn affordable and if you take like uh i think beans and rice together are a complete protein 
So I think it's a it's a pretty solid staple if you can do that and maybe grow a little bit of produce or find someone who does grow a little bit of produce or produce is relatively affordable too if you feel like you absolutely need it. Um, but yeah, pro, uh, beans and rice, man, that's like that's I'll pure admit, gold right there. When I can't remember what what scare it was, but that was the, one of the things that I did is I went out and bought a fucking couple big ass bags of rice and a couple big ass bags of beans. They last up yeah. for a few years. Yeah. Um, you know, you can store them up in there. When they start getting ready to expire, and you need to cook them up, that's fine. Make a nice big yeah. pot of chili, chili with rice, and just go buy a couple more bags to replace those ones. That's what I plan on doing with when those start to get ready to expire. I'm gonna cook me up a freaking big ass batch of chili. And go to town on it and make yeah. the wife want to kill me. But it'll be good. Uh, yeah. Liam Sharp says, lived off beans. Yeah, you know, lived off totally. beans. Hell, I lived off government cheese when I was a kid. You guys remember the old um, government cheese that your parents used to get? Like, it was literally a block. I can't remember. It's like, I think it was brown bag or brown packaging. Did you ever see that, my brother? Like, the government no. cheese? Really? Mm-mm. Yeah, yeah, so like they actually we had food pre- stamps. We had food stamps, but uh, oh, paper food stamps. Yeah, paper food stamps. <laughs> legit paper food stamps. Right. I would go to like the local store, whatever. If it was the liquor store or like the pizza shop or the sub shop, and pay with food stamps, dude. I was super embarrassed as a kid about that too. I wasn't so much because, you know, it's funny. My mom gave it to me and say, hey, here, this is where you go buy your lunch or whatever. I know I would use it. I would go buy a 25-cent pack of gum. I'd get back 75 cents. I'd do that a couple of times, get a few dollars of real cash because they never have change, right? They never had change in the right. food stamp. So you get back this change, and then you go back in, you get that good food, like that hot food because you couldn't buy hot food. With <laughs> yeah, you could only right. get cold food with them, right? So you're like, fuck, I want some hot food. <laughs> so uh, Go exchange it for real money. Right? That's, that's shit great, we did when we were that's kids, so, yeah. uh, We'll see. You still get it. It's now in a white packing like Velveeta. Oof. Oh, okay. So you do really? Interesting. I got to find someone against government cheese. I want to see that shit, dude. I haven't oh seen that God. stuff since Ken. Uh, Leanne Sharp says she remembers those. That's interesting. Like I, I didn't know government cheese still exists. And then like they used to have the powdered milk and stuff too. Like my mom used to get oh. this stuff. My mom was a single mother raising uh, two boys, so you right. know she got all this stuff. But yeah, that's wild. It is. It's freaking crazy. But in all reality, regardless, as far as prepping goes, I'm not saying go ham. I'm not saying go out now and buy freaking $1,000 worth of stuff. Like when you go grocery shopping, even if you can't afford that big ass bag of rice, buy a medium sized bag of rice. It's like five or six bucks. I know rice is still cheap. Buy, I buy 15 pounds at a time and that's pretty cheap and we go through that pretty quick. And that's the thing. Like, I eat rice every night now. Like, I've added rice into my diet. I eat rice every night. And yeah. I do. We, we always have rice on stock. I have a couple that I've stashed away just in case. But we also buy the big bags, and we're always cooking with that anyway. So we always have rice on hand in my house. Beans, yeah. on the other hand, we only cook that when I make my massive chili. So that's kind of just sitting there. I don't do beans. Really? I don't. I don't do beans. But I'm willing to buy 50 pounds of it. Cause it's cheap enough, you know what I mean? And, um, if, if, if that can keep me and my, my better half alive, if shit were to hit the fan, um, or we could use that as like a supplement between buying other overinflated groceries, you know what I right. mean? So 
No, nah, man. So it's just one of those things you got to watch out for. And we yeah. always try to, because meat's going to be one of the things that goes bad first, right? If shit ever hit the fan, everybody lost power. Meat's going to be one of those things that goes bad first. And that's when, here we go, TikTok, YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch, you're about ready to hate me. That's when guns come into play. Bam. Because you got to go hunting. If you're going to, if the shit ever hits the fan, meets And you got to protect yourself against and morons exactly. fucking going to your property. You're going to protect yourself against the martyrs. They're going to come in. They're going to try stealing your shit. You're going to need guns to hunt in the woods. You're going to need it to kill your deer, beer, chipmunks, whatever the fuck you can get your hands on to to get that nice meat. Yeah. Oh, you can fish. That's right. You can fish. Yeah, that's right. If you don't want guns, go ahead. Grab a fishing pole. Make sure you cast in the line. You can fish. Let me put it out there. Yes, there is alternatives. You can fish and eat as much fresh water and salt water fish you can. Uh, but if you want some good hearty meat, red meat, you're going to need a gun to get yourself a deer, a bear, chipmunk, squirrel, whatever you can. You can't just wait for roadkill. <laughs> so, yes, guns are important in, in any society, whether you like it or not. And I'm waiting to hear what the new proposed gun laws are before I talk more about guns because obviously that's a subject that I love to get heated on because I'm a gun owner. I love my firearms. And I believe everybody, as long as they're law-invited citizens, should be armed. Matter of fact, speaking of law-invited citizens with firearms... Most recent shooting that happened in the mall. Did you read about that? Dude, yes. Thank you for fucking remembering to bring that up. Yes. Dude. Yeah, that's that's when the Second Amendment and the concealed carry, the right to carry, that is what it's for. That's exactly. what it's for. It was a law-abiding citizen who went ahead and took down the perp. Now, mind yeah. you, I'm not sure if their mall is the same as our mall here in our state, but in our state, we have this thing. A little sign that says, no guns allowed. In the mall? In the mall. Okay. I mean, yeah, I kind of get it. You kind of get it, but here's the thing. Are criminals going to listen to that? Of course not, man. Who's the people that are going to listen to it? A law-abiding citizen. Yeah. Who's probably not going to listen to it now because of all this crazy shit that's going on? A law-abiding citizen, as long as they're concealed carry and they possess a concealed <laughs> carry weapon, they're going to be breaking the law because... They're not taking that chance if a criminal walks through that door because are you going to depend your life on that security guard who gets scared shitless and goes hides in a bathroom when he's got an active shooter situation? Yeah. Or are you going to deal with law enforcement who pussies out while multiple children are being shot and murdered in a classroom while the officers right. are too scared to go in there and take down the perp that just happened at Uvalade, Texas? Yep. Let's talk about it. See, this is now I'm getting fired up. God damn it. Like, seriously, those cops were absolute pussies. And it's yeah. coming out more and more when the videos were released and they hung out in that hallway. They heard the shots being fired in that classroom. They signed a contract to serve and protect the citizens of their state or their town. They've signed. They knew they signed up that they had to put their lives on the line. Do you think a soldier when he's being shot at in freaking Afghanistan or Iraq is going to say, oh, fuck, no. Yeah, right. No, they're going to sure go there back. are, but there's a very small percentage <laughs> exactly. of them, you know. I'm just saying that But yeah, that shit is cowardice. As a it's cowardice. Yeah, a coward exactly. And that's why we need more good law abiding citizens to carry. We totally. do. Right. I'm 100%. So that that strengthens the the argument for having more people concealed carry 
and to be trained up on the whole safety aspect of it, to learn how to properly use the firearm, how to properly assess a situation. You know what I mean? I feel like, I feel like basic self-defense training should be a part of like our general upbringing. A hundred percent agree. And it's not, it's like, it's just for general protection and it's for fitness. Like how many people get mugged or how many people, like how many senseless like rape victims or whatever are there out there because people are not trained in the ability for just some basic level of self-defense. I I wish, I wish like jujitsu or something were like a mandatory thing to do in middle school, high school. No, hundred percent agree. I mean, imagine if that was taught to that poor teenage girl who got sodomized in a bathroom by that boy that said he identified as a female. Right. And if she knew how to fucking choke a dude out. Exactly. If she had the training to protect herself, that incident might have not have happened. She may have been exactly. able to defend herself and taken down the perp. Yeah. And if everybody's empowered, if everybody's empowered with the ability to defend themselves, then that alone is going to be enough to, to, to snuff back a little bit of the, the people that are doing that shit. Exactly. Right. Cause it's like, why are you going to go and try to mug this dude? Because, like, you know, everybody's got, like, some sort of basic level. So it's, like, it's not going to be easy. Right. Right? Like, you might still get it, but it's, like, you're probably going to get hurt. And it's probably not going to be worth the $4 in a shitty Timex watch. You know what I mean? Right. Like, I don't know, man. I just, uh, yeah. But I, but, I, but I agree. I think firearms, I think there should be more people trained properly, educated properly. And like, feel comfortable and confident on how to safely operate a firearm, and have a good knowing of when it's to be used and not. Exactly. More people doing that, the less likely people are going to be stepping out of line. Right. And listen, I would love to if there's anybody out there who may be against the Second Amendment or against guns, or would like to argue with us within this fact. Or anything we talk about on the show, or if yeah, you debate or discuss. You right. don't have to argue. We, can we just don't have that. a civil exactly. conversation. Well, that's why I always hope for it. <laughs> Sometimes it turns into an argument. I'm yeah. just saying. But listen, <laughs> but listen, if anybody ever wants to come on the show to talk about anything, feel free to email me on air at themarkgshow.com. Um, we are looking to bring on more guests. I would like to have a guest on weekly, typically. Thursdays would be a recording night at 9.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. I'm always looking for, to have guests on. Um, I did want to jump off subject a little bit because we, we kind of veered way off of subject. We started talking about guns. Um, but I do want to make a comment real quick because someone kind of looked at me a little funny. I want to let everybody know I 100% respect our men and women in uniform. 100% respect our law enforcement officers. I do not agree, nor do I like how those officers acted in Uvalde, Texas. They could have handled that differently. They could have manned up and taken care of it. It took a, totally. it took one man whose kid was in that school and his wife to go and rescue his kid. It was a um, border patrol agent who rescued his wife, rescued his kid, went back in there and eliminated the target. One man who had the balls the size of fucking kingdom come went in there and knocked the fucking subject down. Balls the size of Texas. That's it. <laughs> Did you hear? So just to kind of jump back and stay on that segment, um, 
Did you see that clip of that cop that choked his female fellow cop? I did not. So there's a there's a situation where there was a a, a cop was arresting somebody and he was arresting him in a pretty aggressive manner saying that he's going to mace him and pepper spray him because the the person didn't want to put their hands behind their back and so the cop started getting a little like overly aggressive with the with the person right and so as he started like really starting to get physical with the guy this female officer stepped in and like told him like hey like this is too much like you don't need to do this right. and then he turns around and he just looks at her and he goes and he fucking grabs her by the throat and like pushes her back. And he's like, I'll talk to you later. Don't ever fucking touch me like that again. And then he goes and like finishes the arrest. But I, I from what I understand, he was, a police. Sir. Shit, shit, sorry. Go ahead, keep so going. from what I understand, he was, I think he was put on administrative leave or something. I, I do believe there was some sort of recourse, but it's like, that's the kind of officer like, you can't have those cowardly officers. You can't have that loose. Ca- yeah. You can't Got have you, this brother. loose fucking cannon. Yeah. So play this fucking thing. Turn that volume down a little bit on that clip, on that video. Clip. I'm right going to try my button. best. There's that little play button. Sergeant faces felony charges after body cam video shows him putting his hands on a fellow officer's neck during an arrest. Sergeant Christopher Police of the Sunshine Police Department in Florida faces four counts, including battery on a law enforcement officer and tampering with evidence, which are third-degree felonies, as well as misdemeanor charges of assault on a law enforcement officer and assault on a civilian male, according to the state attorney of Broward County. The charges stem from an incident in November of last year when police showed up to assist officers in the middle of an arrest. So just get in the car! Body cam shows officers trying to get the suspect into the squad car. After he's in the back of the car and in handcuffs, Sergeant Police confronted the suspect. Wow. The female officer is. Oh, yeah, he said he's going to pull his soul from his fucking body. Get him away from the suspect. And that's when he goes after her. Jesus. And then it's cops like that that give the other law enforcement officers a bad name. This would be the officer who would go ahead and shoot someone just to shoot them. Bingo. And would be the one that starts causing these major riots that you see that's happening in the cities all because of one bad apple. And that's the shit that kind of pisses me off, right? Because everyone believes that that one bad apple represents all of them. Which is absent. So here's the thing: for people who have been in and out of the system, they they get to know the cops on a deeper level than than you and I would ever know, right? right. As like pretty generally like law abiding citizens, right? Right. So I have a buddy who's been in and out of the system, and he he respect his perspective on the on the police department and and police in general is obviously a little bit different. He he describes them as a gang right because they they kind of when you have a a, you need to have a certain level of aggressiveness and like gnarliness to be a cop especially if you're going to be in like lennox or like south central la or the bronx you know atlanta georgia downtown chicago you know fucking arlington and dallas 
Fort Worth, Texas, like you're the Miami Dade, where this dude is from, or what do they say, Broward County? Like those are different types of people that need to be cops in that area. Right. But but that lack of self control. That's dangerous. That Extreme lack of self-control. Dangerous. And then the ability as a human flaw to be corrupt, right? Like that's, it's, it's a really fucked up situation and it's hard to control. And I think that's why we end up with so many shady cops. Cause they need to like, they can't just go into a neighborhood and just arrest all the fucking MS 13 guys. Right. Right. Like you have to roll up in there. You have to know who's who you got to find out who's Paco. You know what I mean? You got to like, you got to dissect that neighborhood and like, you can't, like you, you got to like befriend quote unquote, these people, right. Right. To like, get to like that Intel and you got to like, I don't know, man, that's like why cops get jumped into gangs and shit. It's like, you get in too deep, right. Because that's like just what happens. Exactly. So, but with that being said, that cop is a piece of shit. Yeah. That cop is definitely a piece of shit. Speaking of piece of shits, I love how you ended with that word. Let's talk about another piece of shit today. Are you all ready for this one? The biggest piece of shit goes to, well, you guessed it, Hunter Biden. I was so, wondering if you forgot about No, nah, I did not forget about good old Hunter Biden here. So this is a leaked video of Hunter Biden, uh, which is considered to be the worst leaked video yet. So let me uh, read a little bit to you about this. It's a leaked video of Hunter Biden having a phone call with a woman talking about an article written by Maureen Dowd and showing Hunter smoking something at a surface and it doesn't look good. <laughs> Gotta love that white powder. Although it is not it's clear exactly who is talking to, Hunter Biden is possible <laughs> that it is his girlfriend at the moment. This could also have been his brother's widow, but again, it's hard to judge. By just a voice. So we are assuming it's unclear who the woman is. So here we go, ladies and gentlemen. This video can be reviewed by everyone to express their opinions. Dowd's article was released in 2019. So So this is from three years ago. Okay. Yeah, it's just it's coming out in the open now, which is weird, right? So we're getting a lot. But this is the stuff that they held back, right? When the elections were happening, a lot of this stuff was held back. Yeah, exactly. But now it's coming out again like, okay, fuck this shit. Here it is. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to bring it up to full screen so I can share it as a full screen here. And we're going to bring it up onto the screen here in just two seconds. Everybody, please bear with me because I'm doing production and as the host of the podcast all in one. Oh, look at that ugly mug. All right, here we go. Let me go ahead and play this. Haggard, man. He does look haggard. Let me turn down the volume real quick. Well, I think we should discuss that while you're there, okay, yeah. but why did you call me at 9 o'clock in the morning to tell me that? On the morning that the Marine Dowd article comes I out. Guess, I didn't know about Marine Dowd. Well, you did before I you started talking to me, Alex. you wouldn't attack me, that you would be a bit more humble. I did but not I attack was wrong, you. And it pissed me off. I didn't attack you. You said I'm going to use against you. No, okay. I said you. And then- I'm pausing for a second. Just look at Hunter Biden's face real quick. Is anybody else wondering if uh, Joe Biden's wife may have had inter- good sexual intercourse with uh, uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger? Yeah. No. <laughs> if you look at that face right now, it kind of looks like a younger version of Arnold. Yes, <laughs> okay, here we go. And you said I haven't. I don't want to give you information you about this program because okay. I'm afraid that you'll use right. it against me as not okay. being enough. I can't keep talking. We're going to go round and round. I'm and not arguing, Allie. I'm asking you. Okay. I don't know. 
I, I, I think we should schedule a visit and we'll talk with the therapist. I'm not going to continue to argue and I don't want to talk and, and, and make things worse. You gonna respond to her, Hunter? I mean, or are you just gonna keep hitting that he's pipe? Hitting, he's hitting that rock, baby. Yeah, it's like, hit. what the fuck? Like, dude, he's completely ignoring her, taking a hit off his rock. Yeah. Yeah. Like, dude, there's. I, I want to get more of the leaked videos, but you got to be careful, right? Right, because when you're going through this stuff, you really got to be careful when you're pulling this leaked stuff out because there's certain things that yeah, can get that you to throw it is like, but you think about it, like all this. If stuff, that was Trump's son, oh, dude, it would. You know be what classic. I mean? Like it would just be nonstop coverage. But because it be. it's Biden, it's like they don't. They pretend like this fucker never existed, right? Exactly, and and that's the shit that pisses me off, right? And, and of course, Hunter Biden's laptop got pushed underneath the rug. It was called fake news. Russian propaganda for the longest time throughout the whole election. Just a couple of months ago, it's finally being caught up against all the mainstream medias now. Oh shit, Hunter Biden's laptop is legit. It truly does have some bad stuff in there. He does call his dad the big man. I mean, all this stuff comes out now. Mainstream media is starting to cover it slowly as I feel like we're on the verge of seeing Biden being pushed out. I think what we were talking about, even though, once again, views and opinions of myself and my guests and my brother on the show, entertainment purposes only. But a lot of shit that we were saying at the beginning during the election, stuff like that, when people were calling us propagandist or fucking making shit up, and this is all freaking um, conspiracy theory, is now coming to light as, oh shit, it's not a conspiracy theory. It's legit. It's true. Like, how much more of this conspiracy theory stuff that we've been talking about is going to shine light here and start coming facts? So some things are cover-ups, right? Right. And then you have that, what I would hope is a fake nuclear hoax into New York. I'm absolutely hoping that's fake. Right. So that's what I'm, that's what I'm hoping for. So you have this, like, legit stuff, which is this laptop, which is pretty legit like that's something right right oh uh, yeah no doubt i 100 percent no agree doubt. with you on leanne sharp for those who can't see this obviously they listen to apple spotify and so forth leanne sharp just commented on facebook says i'd hate to see harris as president or pelosi and i 100 agree with you on that one man speaking of pelosi supposedly she just hired the top of the line defense attorney for her husband oh really yeah She's supposed to be going to Taiwan in August. And that's why they sent out that Reagan, Reagan ship, ship to the, yeah. And so something might pop off soon. Well, let's just see. Uh, let's put it this way. We're, we've been streaming now for about an hour and three minutes into this podcast. Um, we fed a lot of information out here and I plan on digging a lot more and I'm hoping to have a guest on as well next Entertainment week. purposes, yes. opinions, <laughs> snippets of other people's information. Right. Please do with this information as you advise. The only thing I can really give to you guys is my kind of closing statement. I understand times are tough. Money is tight. 
But if you can, every time you go grocery shopping, pick up one or two extra items, non-perishable foods that you can stash away to keep it and start prepping. Although I would hate to say that it could be too late, but then again, it's never too late. So as long as you can get some food stored away for if anything other happens, whether it be something that's man-made or whether it's just mother nature, anything can happen. And you should always be prepared no matter what. So, yes, in the words of Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter, and Twitch, hate to hear me say, folks, it's time to start prepping for anything. If you haven't, if you haven't already, I have. <laughs> but you should be prepping. If anything, is COVID has taught any of us, COVID has taught us that we do need to start prepping. We do need to start making sure we have a lot more necessities. Um, and so this way here, you're not out panic buying. We need to, we need to all learn how to be self sufficient again yes. because that's a skill that I feel has been lost by the vast majority of the population that lives in the larger cities is the ability to self sustain. They don't have the property, they don't have the money, they don't have the tools. It's kind of a shit show. That so it is. get what you can, do what you can, stay strong, stay healthy, eat the right foods. That's it. If y'all want to be on our show, feel free to email me on air at the Mark G show.com. Once again, that's on air at the Mark G show.com or hit me up on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Twitch, and TikTok at the Mark G show. That is my username for all the platforms. I hope everybody has a fantastic week. Stay blessed as always stay safe. And if anything goes down or if we see any major events, I will try to go live and broadcast it as we've got some new software now where I can do that. So it's good stuff. I appreciate all of you guys, Gary. It's always a pleasure, my brother to have you on the show. Likewise. Um, I want to eat. So we're going to end now because my stomach's growling. I got to grow up too. I'm down, but let's rock it out of here. You've been listening to the Snowflake Melter, the Mark G Show. Mark is your everyday hardworking business owner that loves America, and he certainly doesn't mind telling it like it is. We hope you enjoyed the show. Make sure to like, rate, and review. To send an email, it's on air at themarkgshow.com. And find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at The Mark G Show. See you next time. We'll be right back.